Thanks to Sarah, however, I was now more concerned with my future than my past. Widowed after twenty-five years of happy marriage, Sarah had decided, after a decent interval, to get back on the dating scene. Safety first, I counselled, worried that she was vulnerable in so many ways. But she carefully sorted the sincere wheat from the kinky chaff. Just when she decided she was simply wasting time and money, not to mention emotional effort, she moved to a Christian introduction agency and struck gold. She connected with a widower of the right age, in his fifties, and a clergyman to boot. Theo Welsh. At least he wouldn't be a useless pervert, not if his dryly funny emails were anything to go by. But like the sensible woman she was, when it came to meeting this guy in the flesh, she arranged to meet him in public and told me to phone her halfway through the evening to see if she needed rescuing. When I did, her coded reply told me that they had all the mutual attraction of sausage and custard. So, as promised, I happened casually to drop by the wine bar to find them, as if by accident. My dear kind friend, her pretty mouth drooping with boredom, was sitting opposite, six foot two, of the most desirable man I'd seen in years. Why hadn't he been attracted by her beauty, her stunning figure? Why hadn't she been entranced by his startling blue eyes, his smile, his gorgeous laugh? Heaven knows. All I knew was that Sarah was soon sitting back and watching her date and her rescuer fall gobsmackingly in love. Just like that. There was a happy ending for her, too, as it happens. A man at the next table stood up by his date, registered all the drama, and stepped over with his bottle of champagne. If Theo and I could hardly tear our eyes from each other... Sarah and Mr. Fizz could scarcely keep their hands to themselves. In fact, they left first, wrapped round each other like cling film. It transpired they shared a mutual passion for tandem cycling, too, so their future seemed, still seems, assured. Do you think things will be so easy for us? Theo had asked as we polished off the champagne. Our backgrounds are chalk and cheese, after all. They were. Who'd have imagined a country parson falling for a woman who had made her life in the city, and indeed, the city, capital C? Who wants easy? I've always found overcoming difficulties the most exciting thing in life, I declared. Your life could be about to get a whole lot more exciting, then. We shared a smile at the ambiguity. I certainly hope so, I said, taking his hand. I can't deny that there were problems. His late wife hovered on the verge of becoming one. Perhaps for fear of hurting me, he was very reluctant to talk about their life together. He described her as a good woman, whom he'd married young. Mary, a pet variant of Marilyn, was a civil servant, and he a teacher. He'd not become a clergyman till he was forty. He said, with something of a sigh, that she'd thrown herself into parish work, doing almost as much as he. It had been her idea to move to his present parish from Birmingham, 
which he claimed to have loved. One thing in its favour, I suppose, was it was only just over an hour by train from London. Now he lived geographically closer, but in attitude and even rail journey time, it was much further away. Kent. Rural Kent. A village. Lesser Hogman. Not even Greater Hogman. During the six months before we got married, Theo must have become sick of each station, each hole in the hedge, as we pursued in what more leisured days would have been called a courtship. Any other man, and we'd have been at it like rabbits from day one, but Theo's religion was more than dog-collar deep. And don't forget, I was committing to a great deal more than I could begin to understand at that point. Why, for instance, did he...